Basketball, one of the most popular sports in America. It gathers millions of viewers worldwide to watch athletes compete. But many aren't privy to the intense and passionate game of basketball that takes place on Native American reservations. In today's episode of Swish, we will delve into the world of res ball, which is reservation basketball in Native American culture. To many Native Americans, basketball is so much more than a sport. It's a chance for them to get an education or explore life outside of the reservation. But do they really get this opportunity? I'm Dylan here today with executive co-producer Maxine. You're listening to Swish. Welcome to Swish. There are very few Native American basketball players in the NBA who came off of reservations. However, college and professional basketball players such as Kyrie Irving and Bronson Koenig recognize their heritage. With us today is Bronson Koenig, a basketball player at the University of Wisconsin who is a member of the Ho-Chunk Nation. How are you doing today, Mr. Koenig? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today. How was the drive up? It was very relaxing and scenic. I'm happy to be here today. And we're glad you're here. First, I want to start by asking you, what makes you so passionate about your Native American ties? I heard you drove a full 14 hours from Madison to Standing Rock Indian Reservation to participate in the protest against the installation of the Keystone Oil Pipeline. I have strong ties to my Native culture. I want to inspire the community's children that there is hope that there is a dream that they can strive for and achieve outside the reservation. I want them to understand that they don't need to be restricted to reservation life. They can get out. Basketball provides an outlet, a door, a chance to finally be able to attain their dreams. That is so inspiring, Mr. Koenig. Tell me about the tattoo you recently got on your right peck. The tattoo permanently keeps me a part of the Ho-Chunk Nation. It will forever be close to my heart and imprinted into life. And also, the war paint and being a warrior, the Ho-Chunk are kind of known in this area as being some of the fiercest warriors. Awesome. And I also heard about your activism against team names that suppress Native Americans. It absolutely disgusts me that America is ignorant to the fact that we're using derogatory Native American names to represent a a national sports team. For example, your very own state capital, Washington, D.C., has an NFL football team called the Washington Redskins. We ignore the fact that the term redskin is a derogatory word used to refer to North American Indians who suffered from westward expansion of white settlers during colonial days. Oh, and also, we are still suffering today. This makes me so angry. I must stop talking. Wow. Thank you so much for your input. I think that will be it for today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. We'll be having one more interview for today. It's great getting different perspectives from actual people with Native American ancestry. I agree. Mr. Koenig was great. However, I'm looking forward to hearing from Mr. Joe Medicine Crow, an elder who has been a part of the Aztec tribe for his whole life, a man of wisdom. Yes, a man of wisdom. Here with us today is Mr. Crow. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. So, Mr. Crow, I was told you invented a game similar to the game of basketball. 
Can you explain what the difference of your game is to traditional basketball? Yes, I did. The game is similar to traditional basketball. However, it involves more aggressive play, assertive defense, and quick scoring. When basketball was first invented, it was thought of a women's game. Men didn't start playing until the late 20th century, and by then, women's teams were already highly developed. Native Americans have been playing basketball for centuries. The kind of basketball that people want to see is the kind of basketball the Indians have been playing for a long time. It's in our cultural heritage. How would you say res ball is different than traditional basketball on a cultural level? Basketball has long been a force keeping tribal traditions alive. During res ball games on the reservation, there are ceremonies that include tribal dances, dancing of victorious players, traditional giveaways, or gift giving to the winners. There is a different sense of community in the game of res ball. There is a strong community support of both boys and girls teams in the native communities. When our team wins state, they are literally met by a mob of a couple hundred people. What about the impact on the players or their families themselves? Well, for example, one year at a state championship played by Brompton, which is a team made up largely of Sioux, they had made and presented star quilts to each of their opponents. I spoke to one of the opponent's parents who was humbled and honored by the gift. It really moved me. I thought about how remarkable it was and how far this old tradition of basketball brought us to understanding one another. It truly is a sport that creates bonds and touches people's hearts, even if you are the opposing team of another. It sounds like a heartwarming experience. It really is. It's a game full of fun, determination, and perseverance. The athletes pour their whole heart into it. I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Crow. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Alright, come on down here, get involved in the NABI, the Native American Basketball Invitational. It's a chance for you to showcase your talents and skills in front of college and professional coaches. I might. Teams in attendance include the Phoenix Mercury WNBA and the Phoenix Suns NBA team. That's the National Basketball Association if you aren't familiar. If you want to pursue a dream and a professional career, this is your chance to sign up today. Please call 800-555-6321. That number is 800-555-6321. Hope to see you there. Come on down and show us your skills. Well, that is it for our interview section of this podcast. Both were very great interviews. Yes, I enjoyed having them both here. So now let's talk about the steps America has taken to give exposure to Native American children who dream about playing professional basketball. As res ball slowly started gaining the attention it deserved, people came together from organizations to provide financial and educational support for Native American basketball players. For example, the Phoenix Suns teamed up with Nike to create the Native American Basketball Invitational, also known as the NABI. This invitational invites the 26 best girls and boys teams from Native American reservations to compete on an NBA court surrounded by sponsors and other connections that could really further their careers in basketball. Not only does this organization provide an opportunity for these kids to play in the spotlight, but since, had it, but since it has been founded, it has donated over $250,000 in scholarship opportunities for Native players. Wow, now that is impressive. In fact, I talked with a participant in the NABI. Her name is Sienna Yanez Brokeshoulder. She's a part of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. She told me that, quote-unquote, NABI 
truly gives to all that participate, either by giving strength to never give up on dreams to helping student athletes decide what kind of future they want. Incorporated into this week-long invitational are also talks and workshops in higher education. These people's goal is to reach out and open up opportunities for these kids. In fact, education has been an issue on reservations for years. A 2017 study funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation found that only 10% of Native Americans receive a bachelor's degree. The problem is a lack of opportunity for Native Americans. Resball isn't just a sport or pastime for people on reservations. Resball can really open up opportunities that were once unavailable. Hopefully America can take more steps to giving them a chance, an opportunity not in just basketball, but also in achieving an equal education. This concludes our podcast for today. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Swish. And remember, basketball gives hope.